Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing for Your Boring Business show. I am your host, Desiree, and we have a great show today. And I love that we're kind of changing things up this week by talking with an actual boring business owner to share with you how they are crushing it with their marketing to grow their business. Make sure you type five down in the comment section below so you can get notified next time we have our next live show. We go live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. We changed up just a little bit just to make sure that Rachel could get on the show because when you're dealing with people that have actual jobs and hours, you have to be a little bit flexible sometimes. Uh, but now let's dive into uh, today's sponsor who is Sendable. Today's show is all about making sure that you guys are having an effective way to market your boring business. And that starts with being consistent. And it's a struggle to remember when to post or to, you don't know what to post or how to post or how to get ahead. And it can be really frustrating. And that's why Sendable is going to be such a great solution for you. Sendable allows for you to bulk post all of your major content that you have planned for your social networks, including Instagram. You can monitor your social media comments and posts, schedule blogs, YouTube videos, and so much more. They're the official social media management tool of the all-in-one social media team, which is which is I lead. I love my military girls. We we crush it with some sendable scheduling. And um, to test this out, you're going to want to make sure you check out in the description below so you can get set up uh, with sendable for free and check it out for yourself. See how it works. I promise it's truly the easiest and most comprehensive scheduling software on the market. I've tried them all, and I've been using Sendable very loyally for a very long time, and they are just really the best. Now, we're doing things a little different with today's buzzword. Ben is dealing with an emergency. Apparently, it's just that time of year. And so today, I'm going to be doing today's marketing buzzword. There are so many things happening in the world of marketing, and it's hard for anyone to keep up, even me. And with so many new words and phrases and methods, it's enough to make anyone want to give up on their marketing altogether. And that is why we have the weekly marketing buzzword, usually presented by Ben Rock. Roberts from the Marketing Buzzword Podcast. So today's buzzword is called a social media calendar. So what is a social media calendar? It is going to help you plan out what you're going to be posting on your different social media channels. A calendar gives you like a hit list of things that you want to focus on and tell you when you're going to do things, when you have to create stuff, and what has to get done with your overall marketing strategy. The calendar is going to tell you like when you need to go live, when you should be posting a blog, what content needs to go when and where you need to be sharing it. It also can sync up with holidays and trending topics. So you can have a plan for what to post, what graphics you need to make, what videos you need to make ahead in time for all of these different holidays. So I'm going to encourage you guys to sit down and plan your social media calendar once a month. So for example, we're heading into December. So you're gonna wanna take time in November to put together your social media calendar um, so that you can have a plan in place for all of your December marketing and you know what you need to get done, where you need to be doing it and what on your team you need to like delegate out to make sure things happening for your social media and all of your other marketing. And as a bonus 
For today's buzzword, our sponsor, Sendable, has a 2019 social media calendar to share with you, and you're going to find that in the description. So now let's kind of dive into the show, and I'm going to lay the foundation for you about Rachel. So Rachel is going to be on the show, and I actually met her at the Military Influencer Conference. She gave the scariest presentation about how you need to be the one creating all of your own online content to keep yourself legally protected. I learned so much about content and ownership and it just scared the pants off of me and really just made me rethink what we do with our business and how we do it and definitely implementing all those things that she taught us into our business. And I knew that I needed to have her on the show to talk with you guys. Rachel is a licensed attorney in Virginia, Texas, and the Supreme Court of the United States. She focuses on small business law, including contracts, business formation, and intellectual property, such as copyright and trademarks. With her MBA, with an emphasis in leadership and marketing, she partners, a marketing partner, she has invested over a decade of experience helping entrepreneurs succeed. She combines her experience as a mother of five, running multiple successful business and educational qualifications to help implement her philosophy to help other businesses, but she also wants to help you rock out with your business. And what's really great, and I love personally so much about Rachel, is that she's a fellow military spouse. And so I would like you guys to welcome her to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I am stoked that we're talking about a boring law firm marketing. <laughs> Yes, I, I love when I get to talk. Like I said, we talk all the time at boring businesses about like, oh, you got to do this for your marketing. You got to do this and you got to try that. But I knew when I came back with season two, which we're, which we're in, that I had to get these actual boring business owners to talk about all of the different things. And I think what you do is so cool because you are you pair this amazing amount of knowledge with like this cool killer, killer personal brand. And so I just really wanted us to like dive into that and just like share that goodness, everybody. So why don't you just kind of warm us up, Rachel, and tell us anything I didn't highlight in your like amazing bio that you want to get started with with our show today? I think the biggest thing is when I'm looking at marketing, I know that it's boring. I know that people don't want to come to me unless they have to. And even if they try to come to me to prevent legal issues, they still don't necessarily want to spend the money. Like I was an entrepreneur before I was an attorney. So, and I still am an entrepreneur. I don't just own a law firm. I own multiple other businesses beyond just business consulting and legal services. So my hands are in the trenches. I'm with you guys. I understand what's going on. But even when I started as an entrepreneur before all my legal and business degrees, which by the way, business degree has not helped me for anything. Um, I, it's all been real world experience. I still didn't even see the value of true value of legal services. So I understand that is a hill that I have to climb in marketing a law firm. I understand that the legal industry by itself is just blah. I mean, lawyers have the worst websites. Okay. Like, I mean, <laughs> They're just not good at marketing. And I'm actually very excited for the legal industry because as younger individuals like myself who have embraced social media, which we'll talk about, and developing personal brands, we are grasping and running with the idea of virtual law firms and really creating connection. And yes, I do bring scary stuff to the table when I speak, but I think it's more based in connection. And so I'm excited because I think as time goes on, we're going to see a lot more law firms marketing this way, hopefully. 
So what is it that you do that you do so many things, but what is like the most unique thing that you do for marketing your law firm? Um, I think it's telling my personal story. Um, since it is unique, I'm not a lawyer sitting in an ivory tower talking down to people. Um, I have that knowledge. I understand what you guys are going through. So when I tell you legal stuff, I know how to relate it to you. I know the emotional aspect that you guys are feeling hearing these stuff, you know, and I'm not a big proponent of fear marketing. So But it's funny, though, sometimes I know just enough fear to put in so you guys will actually take action. And there's a balance for that. Um, If you put too much fear, people become paralyzed. If you don't put enough or enough pressure or inspiration into something, entrepreneurs are just going to say, I don't need to worry about this right now. And I I feel like I'm able to bring all that through my personal story as an entrepreneur, uh, being truly authentic, which I feel like that's kind of an overused terminology now. I want to drill into that a bit more in the sense that it's raw authenticity. It's not this, I'm going to be authentic, but I'm going to super polish the crap out of it. So it's not really relatable. Um, it, to me, I feel like you could, you can craft it. So it is accepted and better understood, whatever your story is, whatever your thing is that you're trying to talk to people to market with, but it needs to be relatable in that sense. I feel like the word authenticity has been stretched and applied to so many things that aren't truly authentic anymore. But so for me, like what you see is what you get. When we talk here, how I'm talking to you now is how I spoke with you at the conference, how I speak to my clients. I'm not anything different from one place to the next. You know, I might dress up a bit more when I speak, but for the most part, what you see is what you get. And I think that's super important, especially if you're in a boring business that is catering to other entrepreneurs. Those that are, again, I hate the terminology of millennial, but millennial age and embracing these online influencer blogging, podcasting, just more creative niches that are filled with education and social media outreach, You can't sit in the ivory tower. So whatever industry that you're in, it doesn't have to be legal. You need to sit and talk one-on-one and be authentic to engage, not talk down to. And that's a huge shift in marketing. I'm really enjoying that we're moving that direction. Because when I first started out at this, it was predating Facebook. It was like the days of MySpace when we had like the little glitter backgrounds and the auto. (laughs) I know. You know what? I actually learned how to code by having MySpace profiles and creating them. They're so awful now that I think about it. (laughs) We've all been there though. Those those MySpace days, man, they were. (laughs) I want to go hunt mine down and see if I'm still running that loop of really crappy music. Which was probably, now that I think about it, probably was not even properly licensed music. I don't know. But whatever. We won't talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think it's just the blinders on. Talking one-on-one and just really getting to know who you're talking to, which sounds like such a common sense thing. But I see it in marketing in all sorts of industries. You're talking at or down to and not with. Yes. And, you know, I love that the shift, I've actually been doing a big like study as we head in 2019, talking about what you should be putting in your messaging when it comes to social media and, and, and storytelling. And I'm finding that things that are actually performing better are when you're telling stories that people can 
touch to or relate to in specific points in like a long form text content, usually attached to like a video or a picture. And like people are just not interested in like clicking on your links anymore. And you're, and you know, going back to your website, they really just want like, they want to consume those little bits of information from you, like a couple paragraphs at a time or one picture at a time. Well, you know, and two points on that. The first one, shameless plug, was why I created the podcast that I have. They're 10-minute episodes for a reason. Get in, get out, and don't listen to the fluff, right? I don't have time for that. But also, point number two is that when we are a boring business and you're having to develop something for Instagram, that is a very visual-based platform. All of them are now, but Instagram more so. As a lawyer or being in a boring industry that's not selling a physical product, what the heck am I going to take photos of, right? So you have to change your mindset. I can't sit there and take pictures of my clients because I don't want to have to go down the path of trying to get permissions or violating attorney-client privilege. So that's out. I don't want to take pictures of contracts because, well, that's boring. How many times can I take a picture of a piece of paper on a desk? You really have to get creative. And so for me, if you watch my Instagram in order to develop that authenticity and to talk, but to explain also what I do, When I'm around all day, and actually it's so funny because I'm looking for my camera because it's almost always next to me. I carry a little Sony Alpha around with me. I have a better DSLR for like headshots and such, but you want to, do you have one? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Love it. I absolutely love it. Totally not paid. Sony's not telling me to say this, but for me, I can throw it in my purse. I throw it in my bag. It goes on my wrist. I just went to my kid's event and I had it with me there. And the point of this is you want to look around and find things that you can take photographs of that are visually appealing, but I'm also creating a story when I take the photograph. I'm not necessarily creating the story, then taking the photograph. I mean, it, it can kind of go that way, but I, for me, I'm more paralyzed if I try to come up with stories then take a photo. I would rather just look around me and see what are things that I have in front of me and then how can I develop a story? And those are the interesting things that are going to go in my feed. And it's a mixture of myself or like things I like, like coffee cups, again, one-on-one, but definitely just it's it's a change of thinking because we are a boring business. You can't sit there and post pictures of you as a headshot all day long. You know, you need to get a little bit more creative. Um, So that's my biggest tip is, carrying a camera around all the time and just I take tons of photos and they may not all hit Instagram but then I also have a library of stuff uh, available to me so if I do get all of a sudden gut inspired to post something and it's nighttime I don't have good natural light or something I at least have a library to pull from I also love that like with your Instagram feed you have like you've obviously invested in a photographer which we talk a lot about in the show like have a photographer take photos of you like action and lifestyle shots but I also love that you do like I love like your shoe shots. I love the pictures of your dogs. Your shots love- are the easiest, and I try not to do so many of them. But oh, oh, TV, I, I, of the day. <laughs> I know when it connects with the person that I'm trying to talk to, which we'll get to. I want to bring that up here in a little bit. Yeah. Like, how do you even? Know I, I also love that you like talk about your kids. I love that you talk about um, your dogs, and I think that the the biggest thing as we shift into this like storytelling culture with our marketing is that okay, you're a lawyer. I get it. Like if I need legal advice, go to Rachel. Like I get it, but I'm a dozen. How am I different? And and, and that's all boring business. Social media marketers are a dime a dozen. You know, it's all about the reason that they're coming to you is because they like your story and they feel that connection to you. I, we are so like 
away in, in this era. We are so away from like the disconnect from the brand. It's not like it's like, oh, we're just the lowly customer and they're this fancy brand. Like mm-hmm. they want that connection. They want to be able to say, yeah, of course I know Rachel. If you need a lawyer, you have to go to her. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't agree with you more on on that point at all. On the psychology of that, if you guys want to read a book, it's not specific to that, but it applies. It's called Influence by Robert Cialdini. I always butcher his last name. Um, Influence is the power of persuasion. And it's actually more of like a sales psychology book, but it works in the same way. You can apply that. It's exactly what you just said. It's there's development of the personal connection and it's what the value that I'm putting out. They have received something. And so they feel like they need to give back and they do that by referring people to me. Um, and so it's like a multi-level faceted confidence building, and, but power of persuasion. It's a really good book, but you can't just go out and throw photos up, you know, and just hope that the connection is going to be there. And my own personal story on this in developing of my personal brand, I actually, <laughs> hurt my brand. I am within the last few years. Um, I was taking audience feedback. Like I feel like you always should, but you have to balance that. And, you know, I was sharing my things about my kids cause I have five. And so for like all of my twenties, I was having kids. Right. And so I was sharing about that and pregnancy husband being deployed and the struggles of that. And I had one person, this is so crazy because with the degrees that I have, with the knowledge and the experience that I have, this should not have knocked me for a loop. But I had one single person say to me, you're just a mom with a hobby because all you do is talk about your kids. I allowed that to take me from developing and connecting and being authentic. And I basically switched to a very sterile corporate brand. I was a faceless logo at this point. And because I started taking out all the stuff that created the connectors, hoping I would look more professional because that's what lawyers have to do. That's what the business, the boring business has to do. I have to talk about contracts only. And it, I don't, my business still thrives. Do I look back and regret it? Cause I think it could have the trajectory been a bit steeper and it would have been better. Yes. And it's funny because I finally had a couple of friends that say to me, what are you even doing now? Like, how are your kids? How old are they? Because I hadn't shared so much in so long. Even my friends didn't really know what I was going through or what I was doing. And there, so that showed me the connection was no longer there. And so obviously I've been putting that back into my brand. But that's why you have to identify a couple of key things. One is like your unique selling proposition. For me, obviously, it's legal services and very specific industries. But most importantly is who that you're talking to and making sure that's integrated into the story and the visual design, the photos, the videos, all your social media marketing. So, for example, for me, my audience avatar, other, I almost said middle-aged, I'm not middle-aged, <laughs> um, mid-30s women <laughs> who have multiple school-age kids, maybe military spouse, um, they are, um, they're just me. They're essentially me. And when I pulled back because of one criticism, I lost those people because I wasn't talking about the few things that connected with them. And so, yeah, those are the two main points that I think are important for any type of business, but so important for a boring business. Yes, definitely, definitely need to have those connectors. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $140 a month. 
All in One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they're stationed in the world, while making fair wages with job flexibility, no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $140 a month, All in One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All in One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now, back to the show. If you are just joining us today, we're talking with Rachel Branke about how she is marketing her boring business, her law firm, Connor and Branke. Make sure to type five in the comments if you're just joining us so that you can be notified the next time we go live and who our next guest is and what topic it is that we're going to be talking about today. So with your marketing, Rachel, you have a couple of different things that you talked about, like personal branding, making sure you're connecting, you know, using the tools that people are at and, and, and keeping your camera on you all the time. So what do you think is like, how do we transition into that? So like you have all, you've said all of these really great things. How do we like funnel them into like a cohesive marketing plan that actually can work for these for these boring businesses. Yep. So the two points that I just mentioned, unique selling proposition and which for me is not just being a lawyer. I'm a lawyer for entrepreneurs and that digs down even more by whatever platform I'm on. I have one specific for photographers, one specific for fitness professionals. And so my unique selling proposition and always asking myself, who am I talking to? And then the subsets of that are the connectors. Those are the two points that I always run over when I'm going to develop a plan. So for example, when it comes to, well, I could do it for any, but let's just use Instagram as an example. I sit down and I think of it in terms of the nine squares, because that's what pops up when you pull up someone's feed. And so that's a good manageable number for us to start with. I want to sit there and look at my list of USP, unique selling proposition, and then my customer avatar with my sub connectors. What can I talk about here? Well, within those nine, that literally is nine topics that I'll, I'll go through that nine checklist, which I'll share here in a minute. And then I started over with the next nine. And if you, it, it doesn't have to be perfect, but for me, when you have a structure like this, it, it doesn't make, it makes it easier when I sit down to post, I know, okay, I already talked about my love for coffee and applied how this can go to contracts. The next one, I talked about being a mom of five kids and how that applies to running a business. The next one was maybe just an inspirational, fun post. You know, and you just come up with nine major topics and then you rinse and refresh every single nine. It makes it easier when I sit down and go, okay, I'm on number seven. I haven't talked about my dogs for a little bit or how caring for young children can apply to being a business owner. Let me write about that. It gives me a prompt and a structure and that's my plan. I mean, that it's it's not foolproof. You may, you know, sometimes I just get a bee in my bonnet and I want to talk about something that's not in those nine or it's out of order, but you can see it very consistent so that I'm not doing all these posts about being a mom. And I'm not doing all these posts about legal stuff. It's mixed to give a good balance between those subjects. That's actually a really great tip. I, I love that you pick like the nine things you can just like kind of work your way through them and tell stories around them with the, that picture library that you guys are now required to constantly be working on. Uh, <laughs> and don't um, be stressed out by it. Just carry the camera around and just snap photos as you go throughout the day. 
it's cheaper and easier than hiring a professional photographer. Now, I'm not saying you should not invest in professional photography. I think that's extremely important, but sometimes that's just not financially feasible when you're trying to post two to three times a day for Instagram. Yeah. So now that you like, so we know what we got to talk about being authentic, our unique selling proposition, have the way that we're connecting with people. Um, we have like our nine topics that we can kind of like circle around. How do you execute those? Like, do you like do blogs, do you video, just Instagram posts? Like, when do you like, do you schedule these things out? Like, how do you make that happen in between Ironman competitions and five minutes and, and, you know, running your actual practices? Right. So we batch create content as much as possible. And keeping in mind, it's easy for me to sit here and talk about this. I'm not always perfect. And I'm not always in the, you know, the nine checklist and I'm perfect. I'm not always perfect. And and my goal might be for the first of every month to sit down and schedule everything out for the month. It may not happen. But I try to do like all my podcast recordings, all my blog posts and everything in the first week of the month. Ideally, I would like first of the quarter, but that doesn't always happen. So first of the month is a lot more attainable. But in order to do that, we have to look big. So we take every all 12 months and we connect it based on what subject matter we want to talk about that month, uh, which helps for content creation. It's it's writing prompts for you. Um, and it's just logical connections for your audience to understand that they're being warmed up for like the month of January about getting your business set up for the year. So they get like three weeks of content of that. Then the fourth week, they're going to get hit with a call to action for in booking us or hiring us to do those actions. So I just, the month schedule works out that way. So the first week of every month, we try to batch create the content. That way we spend the rest of the month being able to work and provide the services, but also to be able to do the engagement online, which is super important for me, even though I have multiple businesses, the one thing I do not hand off is social media engagement. You message me, you're going to get me. You might get one of my team members respond, but I'm going to end up following up. Hardly ever does that ever happen that it's them because I want it to be my voice. And that's really important. Um, So in order to be able to do all this content creation and education and pushing it out there and being hands on to be authentic, you have to offload other stuff and ask yourself, do my fingers need to be the one that touch X, Y and Z? And if the answer is no, then you don't need to be doing it or it needs a goal to be that you're not going to be doing that. So that's kind of the structure. Start big with the 12 months and then just kind of drill down by calendar month. Okay. So for a lot of people who have spent a lot of time in social media and like they're they're posting things, obviously some days are good. Some days are bad. Some posts are good. Some posts are bad. All that kind of stuff. What would you say to your fellow boring business owners who are like, how do I know if investing in social media and creating all this content is going to work for me or if it is working for me? Well, my, I would ask them back, what else are you going to do? Print marketing is going to cost you a lot. You're not going to get great of a return and you meet, you reach smaller amounts of people. You don't have time to go to every networking event in town. This is something you can do either yourself sitting in your bed in your house or you can hire someone to do for you. Um, social media is the way of the future. <laughs> it sounds so like cliche today, but it's true. Um, and actually, you guys, we're in a really good place in time with being in a boring business to have the access to marketing at such a low cost, low barrier to entry. You just partner that with stories and good visual branding, and it's going to go a long way. I mean, think just 10, 15 years ago, Law firms, accounting firms, other boring businesses were having to huff it 
and were the old school marketing techniques, they weren't getting nearly the returns that we are now. Now it's a double-edged sword. There's more noise. We got to get more specific. We got to really make sure that we target the right people. But with fine tuning and going through the two points that I talked about, you can do it. And on, to be honest, when if I see a law firm that doesn't have a really solid online presence, but yet they're trying to represent entrepreneurs or other business owners, I just think to myself, you don't know, you, you're not walking the walk. If you're not doing it for your own business, how can you do it for other people? And so it just, for me, it, there's multifaceted reasons, but fundamentally you're missing the ship if you're not doing social media marketing. It's cheap, it's easy, and it has great returns. And I think my last question where I'd love some of your advice is, what what do you think that is about how with like lawyers or plumbers or roofers or where it's like, oh my God, I need someone for this. Mm -hmm. What is doing all of this marketing, like where you're having that regular presence, you're being personable, all this stuff. How does all that help when people come to you in that urgency, that need? How, how is it, how, how does one help the other? So it's two types of people that come to me. They either have already connected with me on social media and they feel like they know me. They know me individually, right? Or they were referred by someone whose opinion they really highly value. So they feel like they already know me. It makes the sell way easier. I've already delivered the content. I've already created the landscape for them to come upon. They know how I work. They know what they're going to get. We talked about this before. What you see is what you get. The confidence building is already there. So all I need to do when they come in the door is just continue to serve them and it will sell the services. I love that you bring up the plumber because we have a really good friend who runs a plumbing company. And I always use him as an example whenever people ask about boring businesses or services-based business. He sells through content and social media marketing. I mean, I, I can't even tell you. I I read <laughs> I read his newsletters, and I don't give a rip about how to unclog a toilet or winterize my pipes, right? Because it's educational value. I know every single time that I open up the email that he sends out is going to have some sort of knowledge that I may be able to use, and having the consistency of that, and it makes for him easier. He doesn't have to sell. He's serving through content, and the same thing for all other boring businesses. Content is the way to go. And what I mean by that is not just throwing out calls to action all the time; it's giving people tangible education that they can take away. Like I said, I have—I don't really give a rip of how to really winterize my pipes, but I kind of like knowing what goes into it. And then it's easier when he gives me the couple thousand dollar bill. Then I'm like, okay, you're definitely worth it because I've already learned from him or learned about the process. And the same thing goes for legal services. You know, we touched on talking about fear at the very beginning. And I give just enough to get you guys inspired to do action, but also to show you you shouldn't be doing it by yourself. So all of that is delivered. I don't know if I answered your question, but. <laughs> no, I think no, it did. And I think that like what I've gathered from what you said is it's like, Give them so much education and, and serve them so much just to make like, look, I just want you to know this. I want you to be prepared. I want to make sure you have this in case you never even thought about it. So that if something comes up, like there couldn't possibly be another option besides you, the boring business. So I think that that's perfect. That's, perfect. <laughs> that's the thing. It's funny. We were in Europe and our toilet went crazy. And all I could think about was my wood floors. I was texting them in the middle of the night. Like, can you come? Those are the first people I thought of 
because they're always in my inbox. And so, and I know they're not always trying to sell to me. They're trying to educate me and help me be a better homeowner. And the same thing as a lawyer, I try to do for you guys. I want you to be better business owners and leaders of your company. You can only do that through education, but recognizing that there is a line in the sand that you can't go over and do your own lawsuit. I mean, you could, but I don't recommend it. I can't fix my own toilet. I'm not even going to try. So boring businesses, education and content is going to be key. And yeah, I mean, there's not much more. I mean, I could just sit there and say that for 12 hours because there's so many service-based businesses who don't do that. And then they're wondering why they're not getting people in the door. I think that that's awesome. So Rachel, where can people continue to learn from you on a regular basis? Yeah. So rachelbranke.com is kind of the mothership. You can find links to the podcast, the law firm, and all the other niche legal blogs that I have that will empower you guys with information so you can be a better business owner. Awesome. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.